Our Conversation from BAE Systems. Hello and welcome to Our Conversation, the podcast for BAE Systems colleagues across the world. I'm Tim Smith, and as we round off the year, we'll have the latest news from across the business, and we'll hear from lots of colleagues. Plus, we have another great competition for you. Five winners can choose a fantastic prize, either an Apple Watch Series 7 or a Garmin Instinct Solar Multisport GPS smartwatch. And the answer, by the way, will be contained within this podcast. So do listen carefully. Joining me as always is Chief Executive Charles Woodburn. Charles, hello. Hi, Tim. Good to be here again. Also joining us from the US is Tom Arsenault, President and CEO of BA Systems, Inc. Tom, hello. Hi, Tim. Great to be here. Well, let's start with you, Charles, for an update. Lots of news to catch up on. First, have you been on any more site visits? Well, yes, Tim. I've had the pleasure of spending time at both company and customer locations over the last few weeks. I visited RAF Leeming in November for the official announcement of a joint UK-Qatar training squadron. It was great to mark this special occasion alongside the Secretary of State for Defence, Ben Wallace, and His Excellency, Dr Khalid bin Mohammed Alatia, Qatari Defence Minister. I also visited our Barrow site along with the US Ambassador to the UK, Philip Rieker, and had the chance to discuss our progress on the Astute and Dreadnought programmes. I also attended a NATO industry event in Rome and had some great conversations on the importance of the defence industry and how vital our role will be in supporting nations' sustainability agendas in addition to defence and security. And Tom, let me bring you in. What's the update for us from the Inc. business? Well, Tim, there is a lot going on, but one, one thing that stands out is how delighted we are to announce the acquisition of the Bohemia Interactive Simulations business. Uh, Bohemia is a leading global software developer of simulation training solutions for militaries around the world. They've got a great customer base here in the U.S., as well as with 60 other governments. The company is headquartered in Orlando, Florida, and has more than 325 employees in the U.S., in the U.K., Australia, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, and a number of other sites around the world. We're currently going through customary international regulatory steps, and we look forward to closing in the coming months. Once completed, our plan is to have Bohemia report through our intelligence and security sector. This proposed acquisition aligns with our strategy to invest in growth markets and advance our technology capabilities. It's well aligned with the U.S. national defense strategy in support of joint all-domain operations. Tim, we couldn't be more excited to welcome Bohemia Interactive Simulations to the BA Systems team. Well, Charles, we talked a few podcasts ago about the support the trade unions have provided during the pandemic. I'm told you were also able to provide your thanks to them face-to-face recently. Well, indeed, uh, Tim, I held my first face-to-face CEO forum uh, since the pandemic with our trade unions and employee representatives here in the UK. And although I've had the chance to meet uh, many people during my site visits and have held these forums virtually, it was really good to have everyone back together again in person. And we had a constructive and wide-ranging conversation covering quite a number of areas, including safety and well-being, uh, the external landscape and future opportunities. And it was great, as always, to hear their views and ideas. I appreciate very much the continued support from our trade unions and employee representatives. And as you said, Tim, it was great to have the opportunity to thank everyone in person for helping us navigate the challenges we've all faced through the pandemic. Now, since our last podcast, you've had the board strategy review. What came out of that session? Well, yes, Tim, we held our board strategy review in November, as usual, to look at the progress we've made this year and our priorities for the future. 
Our Chief Technology Officer, Ben Hudson, and Leslie Jalalian from Tom's team in the US did a fantastic job in taking the board through our technology strategy, key areas of focus, uh, such as multi-domain operations, space, and sustainable solutions for military and commercial customers. Uh, We'll ask Ben and Leslie to join us on a future podcast and provide updates on some of these exciting areas of focus for us. We also talked about how we would continue to advance and integrate our broader sustainability agenda into everything we do. And this was very timely after our chair of the ESG committee, Jane Griffiths, visited us in Glasgow during COP26. We also reinforced the need to maintain our focus on the three strategic priorities, namely delivering operational excellence, advancing and further leveraging our technology, and enhancing our competitiveness and efficiency. And we'll talk more about our priorities and how we're going to adapt our company for the future in the new year. Okay, and we look forward to talking more about the priorities for next year on our January show. Right, coming up next, we'll be hearing from colleagues across the globe. Now, soon we'll be asking Tom and Charles for some of their reflections on the year. But first, let's hear from colleagues with their highlights and proudest moments of 2021. Hi, I'm Leslie Dixon, Head of Commercial for the Institute Programme based in the Submarines Division at Barrow in Furness. And it makes me feel really proud to be working for BAE Systems and to play our part in supporting our colleagues in the Royal Navy. Everyone has their part to play in continuing our legacy to defend our nation. My name is Sultan Rogi. I'm currently employed by BAE Systems Saudi Arabia as an engineering manager working on the Typhoon Industrialization Programme. The year 2021 was very challenging and yet has been very rewarding for me both personally and professionally. Graduating from the Mustaqbal program, a program designed by BA System Saudi Arabia for potential leaders. And finally, I was thrilled to be nominated for the Engineer of the Year Award uh, representing BA System Saudi Arabia in the Air Sector Global Event. Hi, I'm Judith Beaumont, Regional Facilities Manager for Workplace Services. And my 2021 highlight is refurbishing the Preston offices to allow for hybrid working and a collaborative working environment. My name is Chris Esbester. I work in the head office SHE team based in the UK. A personal highlight for me this year was seeing the launch of our Net Zero Goals. I'm very proud to be part of a team that has defined the goals and the roadmaps to achieve them. I believe that every employee has a part to play in this. And I'm looking forward to this exciting journey continuing into 2022. Hello, it's Darren Strange here from EITS. What makes me feel proud really is working with such a fantastic group of people in EITS that uh, worked extremely hard to deliver that capability this year and find a way of making solutions work seamlessly together in in our environment in a secure way. Hi. I'm Kath Lester. I'm proud of how the Pay and Reward team were able to adapt and embrace a significant level of change activity this year. Hello, my name is TJ Richards. I work with submarines in Barry in the UK. My personal highlight for the year is completing my time as an apprentice and getting into the finals for the Queen's Silver Medal, which is an award run by the Shipwrights Livery Company. Three of us from submarines got through to the final and we're currently awaiting the results. Hi, I'm Natalie Waldy. I'm the program manager for C4 Sustainment in the Australian business. We have a team that sustains the Collins class periscopes uh, on the Australian submarines. And this year they were able through close working relationships with uh, our Australian customer, with the Royal Navy and with our BAE brethren in the UK, 
able to rapidly mobilize a team to do some activities on the astute class submarine periscope when it came into dock in Henderson in Western Australia this year. Really exciting moment and we're really proud of what we were able to do and a great example to all our customers of the breadth of capability that BAE Systems has globally. And we'll be hearing from more colleagues shortly. Tom, let me bring you in again. What would you say have been the standout moments for the ink business this year? Well, Tim, it's been another exciting year. First, let me just say that I'm incredibly proud of the entire ink team and every part of the business. We've been working through an unprecedented world of uncertainty. And no matter how complicated the challenges have been, our employees have stayed focused on the mission, supported each other and delivered for our customers. In addition to the exciting acquisition I mentioned a little bit earlier, there's quite a few highlights from around the rest of the business. At ES, the story continues to be about growth. The businesses we acquired last year from Raytheon and UTC have now been integrated. These are our ICS and NSS product areas. These were model integrations. ES continues to innovate and disrupt. Multiple of their contracts in the area of autonomy and support multi-domain mission planning are going very well. We've launched the first 100% electric long-range dual charging bus, resulting in orders from multiple major cities, including Chicago and Vancouver. And we're investing in new facilities in Huntsville, Alabama, Manchester, New Hampshire, Austin, Texas, and Cedar Rapids, Iowa, to support this growth. Over at PNS, the sector's focus continues on operational excellence. The team is delivering for our customers ahead of schedule on a number of key programs. The combat mission systems deliveries actually surpassed the total for 2020 here in 2021. Our Swedish business is seeing good growth due to demand from European countries and the ship repair team has made good progress in their operational excellence efforts. And then meanwhile, for our enterprise shared services team, 2021 was a year of driving to the highest standards of operational assurance. The team made significant progress in delivering more mature and robust operations and finished the year with some of the best external order results in years. And what have been your personal highlights, Tom? Tim, I'd say for this year, it was the increasing number of interactions with people that didn't involve WebEx or Zoom. Though still limited by COVID protocols, we were able to get together in person for a number of excellent site visits and customer meetings. And in October, we held our first Inc. senior leadership meeting in person for nearly two years. It was a great set of discussions, and I really appreciated the chance to have all of our senior leaders together in one place. Having spent so much time in virtual settings these last couple of years, I really appreciate now just how valuable time together in person can be and look forward to even more in 2022. Well, Charles, share with us then your personal reflections on the year. Well, Tim, uh, listening to the personal highlights of others there that we just did, it really, for me, uh, demonstrates that it's the time that I've spent with colleagues and customers. Those are the things that stand out for me, Uh, seeing firsthand the outstanding products and capabilities that we've been delivering. And I, I know I say this a lot, but it's genuinely the best part of my job, and it's the one thing I miss most during the various lockdowns. Nothing beats spending time with our people, seeing the pride they have in the fantastic work that we're doing and getting the chance to showcase this to customers, politicians and other stakeholders. Everyone I host at our sites leaves with a fantastic impression of our people and our company and it's thanks to the passion, enthusiasm and talent of people such as we just heard earlier which always shines through when people come and visit us. Okay, well let's hear from more colleagues now. Here they are with their messages to other colleagues as we look ahead to 2022. 
My name is Louise and I'm a Chartered Management Degree Apprentice in Shared Services. My message for colleagues for 2022 would be to just take every opportunity that's offered to you because you don't know where it might lead. And also don't be disheartened if things don't always go as planned because there is always the opportunity for learning and continuous improvement either way. Hello there, I'm Gadel Bani. I work with the legal team at Air Sector BE System Saudi Arabia. The best way to prepare ourselves for 2022 is to take this time of the year to slow down, focus, gather our energy and deploy our resources more efficiently. And remember that we need to slow down in order to speed up and move slow in order to move fast. Hi, I'm Amara Patel and I'm a shared service apprentice. I'm really looking forward to 2022 in supporting a program of work, in delivering initiatives, in recruiting, retaining and growing a diverse workforce across BA systems and embedding DNI into our DNA. Hi, I'm Dan Brackwell, General Manager for Nuclear Build working in our submarines business in the UK. My feelings towards 2022 are really one of optimism. I'm excited to see our submarine programmes continue to mature and to watch the development of the other products and services from across the group. My name's Georgia McKean. In 2022, I'd advise my colleagues to go for all opportunities that take their interest. If you don't try, you'll never know the outcome. Hi, my name's Laura Langtree. I work in the FCAS business. My piece of advice and message to our colleagues um, is to always reach out if we've learned anything over the past couple of years. Um, we spend a lot of time in work and there's real value in having a good connection around you to support you whilst you're at work. So definitely always reach out, build your network and look after one another. Well, thanks to colleagues from around the world who took part in that. Uh, Tom and Charles, what are you both looking forward to most in 2022? Tom, let me start with you. Well, I'd have to say, as, as I mentioned earlier, really looking forward to seeing more employees, whether it's around the office at the headquarters or getting out to more of our sites, engaging with our employees and seeing firsthand all the great work we're doing in support of our customers. And Charles, how is 2022 looking for you? Well, Tim, building on the comments I just said about spending more time at our locations, I'm hoping for more of the same next year across all of our sites. But I have to say one place I'm particularly looking forward to visiting is Australia when circumstances enable us to do so. I'm also excited to see the continued evolution of our company. I look at the progress we've made over the last few years, and despite the unprecedented challenges we faced during the pandemic, I really do see a lot of positive opportunities ahead. Charles, Tom, thanks for that. Coming up next, it's time for our competition. Our conversation. Okay, we promised you a competition and we have an amazing choice of prizes for you to win. Five winners can choose either an Apple Watch Series 7 or a Garmin Instinct Solar Multisport GPS smartwatch as their prize. So for your chance to win, all you have to do is answer this question. Now, earlier in the podcast, we heard from Natalie Waldy. But what is the name of the shipyard that she mentioned? That's what is the name of the shipyard that Natalie mentioned when she was on the podcast earlier? Send your answer to the usual email address, ourconversation at baesystems.com. That's ourconversation at baesystems.com. And we'll announce the five lucky winners next month. Best of luck. Now, finally, Tom, as 2021 comes to a close, what's your message to colleagues in Inc.? Well, certainly that how incredibly proud I am of everything you've accomplished this year. And I want to share a personal thank you for your work, your sacrifices, your dedication to each other and our mission. It's hard to imagine a more challenging year, but here we are coming to the end of it. 
As we gather with our families to celebrate the season, let's not forget the men and women of our armed services and those of our allies deployed around the world defending our freedoms. They'll be spending their holidays in a very different way. And so when we get a chance to reflect and count our blessings, let's remember to include them. I hope you all get a chance to relax and recharge as much as possible during this well-deserved time off. I'm so excited for what we're going to tackle together in 2022. And until then, happy holidays and happy new year. Okay, Tom, thank you for that. And Charles, finally, what's your message to everyone across the group? My main message for colleagues around the world is simply to say thank you. Uh, Thank you for everything you do for the company, your colleagues, our customers and our communities. I know many of you are still working incredibly hard to close out our actions for the year before taking a well-earned break during the holiday period in some of our markets. I also recognise we have people around the world continuing to support our customers. So thank you for continuing to serve and protect those who never stop protecting us. I appreciate everyone's continued support across the group and wish you and your families all the very best for 2022. Please do stay safe and well. Thank you. Charles and Tom, thanks very much for joining us. Look forward to speaking again in the new year and I hope you both have a good break. We'll be back in January with all the latest business news and a look at the year ahead. Until then, from me, Tim Smith, Tom Arsenault and Charles Woodburn, it's thanks for listening this year and goodbye. Our conversation back next month.